Welcome back to a Mavs Outsider Podcast with your host, Dustin, doing a post-game pod for the Mavs overtime win against the Brooklyn Nets, a win that I thought they needed. Um, it wasn't like a must-win, obviously. Uh, these There's so much season left. But I just felt like they needed to win this game after the way they've played um, these games. Uh, the, you know, the last, I guess they were all road games. Um, the the game on Tuesday against New Orleans and then a shorthand in New Orleans and then the game today. Uh, you know, I didn't do a pod after the New Orleans games. New Orleans game, I, I, I was frustrated after that. I, I just felt that was a game that, they should have won. New Orleans didn't have the players to... They they shouldn't have competed. The, the fact that they gave up the 40 points in the first quarter and then just the way the, the lineups in the fourth quarter, they're still, even after this Brooklyn game, and we'll get into that, the, the kid still hasn't figured out these closing lineups. He still hasn't figured out the rotations. And I get it. you got a lot of new players you're dealing with. But... At the end of the day, I, I just I, I feel like Christian Wood has to be there in crunch time. Like I, he struggled today, but he still shot a hundred percent from three. He was two for two, and he was three for five overall with six rebounds. So it, it's not like he had a terrible game. Um, he was a plus on the plus minus. You know, it's funny. It's funny looking. Um, it's funny looking at the plus minus, and like I said, I, I nobody pays attention to that. But Luca was a plus twenty, and Dinwiddie was a minus twenty. That's sort of where you don't want to be. Um, so this game, it was a close game all the way through. Uh, like uh, you know, listening to the local broadcast, they they talked about it. You know, it was close the whole way through. Lead changes, obviously. To me, the way that Brooklyn is playing this year and the way Dallas has started this year, they're sort of very similar teams. You've got two guys who can score the basketball. Now, Dinwiddie's done pretty well to score. Uh, Brooklyn doesn't really have that third guy that's taken on a, a scoring role, and that's why they've only won one game. And, you, you know, it's tough. I, I know... You can have a, guys like Kyrie, and you can have guys like KD on your team, but you've got to you've got to get your role players to pick it up. And it was tough watching the role players for Dallas struggle a bit. Um, Dorian's really struggled with this shot to start the season. Uh, I, as I recall, he struggled last year to start, but he got really, really hot and was able to be. Uh, improve his three-point shooting from last year. He, As I recall, not only did Bullock start slow, but Dorian Finney-Smith and obviously Hardaway started slow last year as well. And, you know, Hardaway, he, he is a streaky shooter. He was four for eight on his threes tonight. Overtime was really where the guys made their shots. That that was important. Uh, Maxi was three for four. Seeing Maxi take the shot and make it, you know, score 15 points, to get 15 points from Maxi was huge. To get 10 from Josh Green, and I, I thought Josh Green had one of his better games 
Um, you know, he, he's a guy that, like I say, he might not score a lot of points. And prior to this game, I think he had struggled on the couple shots that he had taken. But one thing he does is, man, he is so active. And I just, I don't think you can, you, you can underestimate that, the activity that he provides. I, I just think the way he, like, he dis, he's disruptive. You know, guys might not get a clean shot because he gets in the way. Or they might not get a clean pass because he's just, you know, he's just getting in their face. He did have four rebounds. He did have a steal. And he's just a guy who's active. And when you can get him making his shots, like he was three for three on his three pointers. If you can, if he's out there making his shots, like he was tonight, you got to keep him out there. It's one of those things where you just got to roll with the hot hand. And I just thought this was one of those games where Green really needed to play because he had the hot hand. He he wasn't making any mistakes and. You know, he, he did play 13 minutes, which I guess is good. Um, but, you know, I, I thought he was big in in his time on the on the court. Obviously, Luca, he took 28 shots, a lot of shots. But I, I, at this juncture, as Harper would say, at this juncture, you know, there's a lot of guys struggling for Dallas right now. And I much prefer... Luca take the 28 shots. You know, I, I was thinking about that that last shot at the buzzer that, you know, Luca passed it to Bullock. And, you know, like I said, Bullock's been struggling to start the season. And I was thinking, you know, normally I, I get annoyed with Luca's step-back threes when, you know, he has the ability to take it to the rim and really pretty much score when he wants. He only took six threes out of those 28 shots. It means he took 22 two-point shots, which is crazy uh, I don't know if he's ever taken 22 two-pointers and he got 13 free throws he made 11 of them he had 11 rebounds 10 assists or sorry 11 rebounds 14 assists and three steals but you know he pretty much could get to the rim when he wanted Brooklyn does not have a rim protector they kind of remind me again they remind me of Dallas uh, last year the you know Dallas last year didn't have anybody protecting the rim and watching the layup drill was frustrating. Um, this year they've been better about it, but I, I will say Javel McGee has been frustrating. Um, you know I, I understand that you know maybe he's a little older, maybe there's things that he can and can't do, but sometimes I feel like he's not out there trying really hard. And I just, that's not, I just don't care for that stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, I feel like there were times, especially in the New Orleans game, I feel like there are times where he just watched guys shoot. And it's like, get your hands, if you want to watch him, at least get a hand up, right? It's like, don't, don't just sit and watch the guy take the shot. And then, because it's going to go in, they're right by the rim. And I just I don't know what he's doing. Um, he only had three rebounds. He he was really a non-factor. And uh, you know, I, I just I thought he would be a better player after what you see from saw from him last year in Phoenix. I thought he played very well in Phoenix. And I don't know, maybe 
maybe he's they're still trying to figure out rotations. They're still trying to figure out what to do. And maybe his game will improve. I don't know. It's still so early in the season. Dallas has only played four games. And all four games were against playoff. Well, yeah, playoff teams from last year. Because New Orleans did make the playoffs. So all four games were from playoff teams last year. And they're going to be from playoff teams this year. I do think Brooklyn at some point will get it together. Especially once you know Joe Harris and Seth Curry are out there playing consistently. Because that's jump shooting that they really lack. Um, that Wananabe being out there, I, I mean, he made some shots, but, man, that, that's not a guy you want to rely on. Um, but I, I just think McGee, I, I w- I'd like to see him try harder. And I, I know you probably can't say that to him. I, you know, kid's not going to say that to him. I don't know. There To me, there needs to be a discussion. I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, they, their schedule gets a tad bit softer. You know, I think they play Orlando and OKC and some something. I'll, I'll go through it here in a minute. But their schedule does soften up a bit. And hopefully it's they can figure out lineups and they can get guys in rhythm and stuff like that. Figure out rotations, stuff like that. Uh, you know, Christian Wood did get a block. So, you know, I was looking because they only had four blocks in the game and Bullock had one, Wood had one, and Hardaway had two. And as far as rebounding goes, they were out-rebounded. And one of the biggest reasons was they didn't play. You know, they only played Wood 24 minutes, and they only played McGee 11. And when you when you play your guys, you're two of your better rebounders. I mean, basically, they're, you know, it's Luka... Christian Wood and JaVel McGee are the three guys on that team that can rebound. When when you don't play the other two guys very much, you're you're gonna lack in rebounds. Uh, you know, other than Christian Wood, Christian Wood had six, you know, Josh Green had four and Bullock had four. Right? So that there wasn't a lot of rebounding to be done out there by the Mavs. Now, Spencer Dinwiddie, he only played twenty seven minutes. Uh, he shot the three ball very well. He shot overall very well. I, you know, he did end up with five assists as well. I, I was a little curious as to why he wasn't in the game in the crunch time. Uh, you know, it was Tim Hardaway. This time the lineup was Luca Hardaway, Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Maxi. And the only thing I can think of is Hardaway is probably a better defender than Dinwiddie, even though Hardaway himself is not a great defender. He's probably a better defender than Dinwiddie. Uh, Hardaway looks a little bit quicker on his feet than Dinwiddie does. If if you watch, he he does get um, he does seem to move better than Dinwiddie, and that's probably why he was in there. Uh, you know, as far as shooting goes, like I said, Dinwiddie was shooting the ball well, so it's not like you, you should have kept him out. Now, on the last play of the game. I felt all the offensive guys should have been out there that were shooting well. You know, I think when you're when you know you're shooting for the last shot, I think you should put the lineup out there. You know, they have the stats in front of them. Who's making the shots and who isn't? You know, I think Wood should have been out there. I think Maxi should have been out there. Hardaway, Dinwiddie, and Luca should have been out there. I think those should have been the guys. And I would have t- liked every one of those to take the shot, but you know they had Bullock in the game, and I wasn't sure why they had Bullock in the game because he was struggling. Now he did, 
um, redeem himself in overtime. He hit a three, uh, Maxi hit a three, and Hardaway hit a three, and they were able to get up by nine. So it, it really gave them a cushion in overtime to allow them to sort of run the clock out. Uh, but Dorian, uh, you know, he has struggled to shoot the ball to start the year. I think he's no longer like this guy that teams don't know about. Everybody knows that Dorian's in the corner. There was a few that I think Durant blocked. So it's it's no longer like a secret that Dorian's out there and can hit a three. Guys are looking to stay on him now. And it's he's they're going to have to figure out ways to get him open now. I, I figure, like I said, as time goes on, you're going to see teams play differently. You know, their defensive schemes are going to change. You know, a team like Brooklyn, they're not playing so well right now. Um, I mean, they're not winning games. They're not playing bad, but they're not winning games either. And so at some point, there's going to be a scheme change. They could even have a coaching change. So, you know, a team like Brooklyn could play Dallas differently next time. Uh, ben Simmons wasn't defending Luka very often which was intriguing. I noticed towards the end of the game he was, but I, I didn't see him covering Luka. It looked like they were putting Royce O'Neal on Luka more than anything. Um, you know, Luka was trying to get Kyrie switched on to him a lot. Um, you know, he's going to back down a guy like Kyrie and Wananabe. Or, and, I, you know, and like I said, Bullock, Bullock did finish the game with nine. He did have two steals and a block. Um, Dorian did finish with six. JaVale did finish with eight. You know, Dinwiddie finished with 11. Uh, the bench guys really was probably one of the biggest differences when you look at the teams. Uh, you know, David Duke Jr., he scored 10. He was their leading scorer off the bench. I don't even know who Edmund Sumner is. He had a rough game. He scored six. That one of had six, and Patty Mills only had three. That was their bench where, you know, Dallas, you know, Hardaway had 18. Maxie had 15. Josh Green had 10. And Christian Wood had 11. And if you look at the shooting, the bench – had a lot better shooting than the starters. Um, and it's mostly Bullock and Dorian were the two starters that sort of brought the average down. They they did shoot 50% from three. I, I'm really glad they won because I found it interesting that they not only they shoot 50%, they, they only took 43s. That's sort of a low number considering what I felt like what they used to do. And... They, they took more than Brooklyn, though. Brooklyn only took 35, and they only shot 34%. But, you know, they don't have the guys right now. They don't have the roster. Two of their better shooters are, aren't, you know, playing right now. But, it, you know, I'm glad Dallas was able to pull off the win because shooting 50% from three and getting a loss would have been tough. Um, Dallas did shoot a lot of free throws. Um, I, I do like to see not only them shoot a lot of free throws, but I, I thought they, you know, they shot them well. Hardaway made his. Wood only missed one of his. Maxi missed two of his. And Luca missed two of his. 
but free throws is sort of one of those things that I feel like Dallas has struggled with. And seeing Luca, I feel like has put in the time. You can tell when he gets to the line, he, he slows down. And I think Christian Wood's done the same thing. Obviously, that first game was bad. And it's it's almost as if he, he sort of learned from that first game. And he, he decided he's not going to let a game like that happen again. And obviously, you know, he's not going to shoot, you know, 80%. But you shoot in the 70s, like 75% tonight. I, I'll take that all day from my center, right? And so I... I think that's something that they're they're really concentrating on because they it can be a difference in the game like it was in Phoenix. You know, Phoenix they missed so many free throws, but it it was a it was a good win. It was a win I felt like they needed. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, I don't I don't think they're must wins right now. Um, you know, there's some teams right now who I think had expectations who aren't winning at the moment. Um, you know, just just in the Western Conference, you know, a team like Sacramento probably thought they were going to be better, and they still haven't won yet. They're playing Memphis tonight. Um, I'm actually doing this pod after the game, so um, the Sacramento I think felt like they were going to have a better team. I thought they might have a better team, but like I said, they're they're winless at the moment. Lakers are winless at the moment. And Houston only has one win. I, I, I knew Houston was going to be <laughs> bad, but it, at least Houston's trying to build a team. Um, the Clippers are the other team that they, they sort of are, are just going out there with half their team. Leonard's not playing very often. I, I'm not 100% sure what they're doing with his minutes and stuff like that, but it, seeing some of the, the way these teams are operating right now is interesting. Um, you know, Golden State's two and two. Uh, you know, they got beat by Phoenix and Denver. Uh, Denver's three and two. San Antonio is three and two. I, I don't really expect San Antonio to keep up the pace they're going. At some point, you know, teams sort of start to peter out, and I think they're going to want to peter out. Utah, you know, is four and one, and I, I just don't think they're gonna stay there I, I I think the way Utah is playing you're gonna see I think you're gonna see the price for guys like Conley and Clarkson kind of go down um, you know there there was talk that the Lakers are seriously thinking about doing the the deal um, I guess there was a deal Westbrook for some sort of Clarkson and Conley combination which you know you add Clarkson and Conley to uh, the Lakers for Westbrook you've improved their depth the Lakers their depth is just awful and watching them play basketball is is quite funny Um, especially if you're not a Lakers fan like I'm not a Lakers fan and so it's kind of funny to watch them play and because you know at some point you know they need to take advantage of these games where both LeBron and Davis are healthy, right? Because at some point, you know, one of those or both of those are, are going to miss some time because, you know, LeBron's not exactly been the epitome of health the last few years of his career, and Davis has never been a healthy healthy guy. So, 
you'd think they'd try and take advantages of games where they're there. That way, you know, games they're not there, you know, they, they don't have to. Because if, if LeBron or Davis isn't playing, I, I don't even know how they win a game. But I, that, that like I said, that it's funny to see that team. But uh, anyhow, you know, in the East, it's pretty much, you know, Philly's the one team that's sort of got the slow start. They've only got the one win and four losses. Uh, Brooklyn's got the one win and four losses as well. The one team that's doing a little bit better than I thought, um, I guess a couple teams. New York's starting off strong with a 3-1. and one. You know, Washington's actually started off pretty strong with 3-1. and one. I, I thought they had decent players. Um, I, I thought they were good enough to make a run at a play-in. And it's still early, obviously, so there's still a long way to go. But I'm, I'm curious to see if the Wizards can keep it up. Now, the Knicks, you know, Brunson is um, playing really good with the Knicks. I'll have to give him credit, uh, you know. I, I do think that once teams kind of get it going, I do think the Knicks will sort of drop in the standings, you know, the Bulls. The Bulls last year, they started off strong, and they really fell. And they, you know, they would they fall to like 6th or 7th or something like that. And, you know, if you're keeping up a whole year is where, is the difference between a good team and just an average team, right? You've got to... You know, like Dallas and Boston last year finished so strong. And obviously those two of those teams were in, were the four, two of the four left, right? And so it's an 82-game season, and the teams that can do it all 82, you know, are the ones that uh, – are the ones like Dallas. So – oh, sorry, the games for coming up for Dallas, um, I believe they don't play till Saturday. They play Saturday evening at 8 o'clock. It is a home game, 8 o'clock my time. It is a home game against the Thunder. Uh, it's a game Dallas should um, they should win. Luca is currently averaging 36, 9, and 9, which is, uh, he's just a little bit ahead of Giannis in scoring. Giannis is averaging 36. But that Thunder, Dallas should win that game. That's a game Dallas has to win. They can't relax, they can't take a game like that for granted. That's, you know, you don't want to. You don't want to go into that game and lose. And then they also play Sunday, Orlando. It's another home game. So they do get two home games in a row. Orlando has yet to win. So, you know, this is a 6.30 start time, my time for, you know, a little bit early. So I will probably, I probably won't do my pod till after that game. Um, I, no point in doing two in a row like that since they play Saturday and Sunday. So uh, or that's another game they need to take advantage of. You know, they're playing a bad team. 
Um, it, you've got to win that game. You've you've got to start putting some wins together to improve. You know, prove your record. Uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot of really good teams right now, and that's something they just need to take advantage of. Uh, then they play the Jazz. Now, the Jazz, when the season started, I was thinking this might be an easy game, but the Jazz have started off strong. Now, Dallas did beat the Jazz in preseason. Um, it was the last preseason game, and it was a sort of a dress rehearsal for both teams. Um, Lowry Markkinen is a guy that Dallas has always struggled to defend. I, I don't know why. Uh, I, I do know he's a talented player. He's not a guy you can build your team around because he's not going to be healthy. Uh, you know, Markkinen will probably only play about 40 to 50 games this year. But this Utah game should be... It's The Utah game's a winnable game. It's a home game. So they do get three home games in a row. There, it, it, It's a winnable game, and it's hopefully it's a game they will, you know, take care of business because then they they have another home game against the Raptors now the Raptors are three and two at the current at this juncture as Harp would say and the Raptors play hard um you know I always talk about how good their coaching is I, like I said I think they have the best coach in the league and he over teams with that cheat with that team every year so that's a that's going to be a tough game Dallas I feel like has always struggled against Toronto since Toronto's you know been in the league. It seems like Dallas always struggles with them, but they need to take advantage of this homestand. You know, you need to win all your home games, and you win all your home games and half of your road games. You know, you're looking at fifty. You're looking at a fifty-win team. So I know nobody goes undefeated at home. Everybody's going to lose a couple. But ideally, you know, you want to try to win them all. So um, this is a, this time Dallas needs to, uh, especially the next two games against the lesser teams, not only do they need to win those games, they need to work on figuring out rotations and lineups and crunch time and stuff like that. So it's it's something they need to, to figure out. And I, I don't know if there's going to be anybody resting because they do play Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if they're resting anybody for back-to-backs yet. I've never heard them say they are, so hopefully they're not going to arrest anybody. Hopefully there's, you know, nobody's coming off. I guess Hardaway's the only guy really coming off an injury. Uh, You know, he doesn't sound like, or they don't sound like they are arresting him. It sounds like they just, you know, he he had a sore foot. The other foot was sore, so they just kept him out that last game. They probably could have used him, but... Uh, you know, hopefully he can start this season stronger. They really need that sort of fourth score guy. You know, I, Dinwiddie's been doing a good job scoring the basketball, and obviously Wood and Luca. You know, they need another guy to come in and take take hold of that fourth score. And I, I think that can be Hardaway. Um, I, I think they need McGee's got to start trying. If McGee's not going to try, you got to play, play Powell. I, I know it sounds funny, but at least Powell tries with all his his deficiencies. He tries. He really wants to be good. Obviously, he's not as good as he wants to be, but at least he tries to be good. And against a team like Brooklyn that they played tonight, you could have played Powell. 
they Brooklyn wasn't playing a five. I know Claxton was out there. Claxton's not that good. So that was one of those games they could have got away with Powell being out there. You can't get a lot you can't get away with it against a lot of teams, but you know, Oklahoma City you'll be able to not so much Orlando. Orlando's got some really good bigs, so he wouldn't be able to get away with it so much. But if McGee's not going to try, you got to do something different. And I just don't know what they're going to do with that situation. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like he's not trying. And I'm not trying to like call anybody out or say anything, but at some point he's got to try. So and maybe I'm maybe I'm seeing something different, but. Uh, because I, I, I feel like if he gets out there and he really tries and he really performs, it, it's a game changer for Dallas. And I just, it's frustrating kind of watching him go through motions. It reminds me of DeAndre Jordan that year he was in Dallas. And it was just like sometimes you saw a good play and other times you just saw a guy out there earning a paycheck. And I seeing, just seeing a guy out there earning a paycheck is frustrating. So I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Um like I said, it's a, it's a really good win for Dallas. I'm really happy they got it. You know, the two and two. Uh, I you know having one home game and three road games, you can't really ask for more than two and two. Uh, you know, both of those, the first two road games were winnable games. Probably games you think they should have won, and I I know they probably should have won them, but at the end of the day, it, it's still early. Um, you're still trying to implement the two the two new guys and Tim Hardaway in and it hopefully hopefully with the next couple games uh, by the time you get into 10 15 games in you you start to notice uh, changes you start to notice consistency and maybe kid can figure out lineups rotations stuff like that and and maybe they can string together some wins here because I, I do think they have a lot of home games here in November which is which is cool but they're going to pay for it on the second half of the season so but if you could rate and review the podcast wherever it is you get your podcast I'd appreciate it but uh, until next time we'll see you later <laughs>